Good morning and welcome to HealthWorks. This is Carol Knier, Community Health Manager from Way Memorial Hospital. I want to thank you for joining us today. Um, we are actually recording and in the Way Memorial Heart and Vascular Lab and my guest today is Holly Roddock. Good morning Holly. Good morning. And I have Frank Reed. Good morning Frank. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? We are great. Yeah. Living the dream. <laughs> Aren't we all? So, you know, um, we're around the holiday season, right? And our winter months are coming upon us. Um, you know, we thought maybe it'd be a great idea to kind of talk about, you know, our heart and vascular lab, kind of what you do here, and maybe give some tips for some of our listeners out there, maybe especially the hunters. We were just talking about that before we recorded. But before we begin, um, Frank and Holly combined together have over 50 years experience, right? Yep. Um, Crazy with, to think that. <laughs> I know, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> um, but Holly is and Frank are both, um, they share the position of lead cardiovascular care coordinators for our cath lab, correct? Yep. Correct. Yep. So Holly, can you tell us, you know, people may be listening, we talk about cath lab, but you know, the long name is what, cardio... Cardiac catheterization. And what happens in the cath lab? Well, we take pictures of your coronary arteries. So we either go through your femoral artery or we could go through your radial artery, which is more desirable to our patients right now. Mm -hmm. um, going through the radial artery, um, patients are able to get up out of bed a lot sooner. The recovery time is a lot quicker. They're more comfortable. They don't have to lay uh, flat on their back for four to six hours. So mm -hmm. patients love the, the radial approach. So the radial approach for, you know, some people that are in the medical field may know, is that part of the arm or That's the... the wrist. The wrist. Yes. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. The thumb side of your wrist. Okay. Your and right wrist. Okay. Oh, so Usually it makes a right difference. Wrist. Usually yeah. the right wrist, okay. yes. Okay, and for someone to have that procedure done, what would be some of those indications? Um, are they having cardiac they, issues? They could go to their primary care physician and, and, and have complaints of anything from intermittent chest pain, um, getting short of breath. Um, there's different things that, would, that the primary care would be looking for. And then we would probably run some testing uh, primarily a, a, a stress test, mm -hmm. whether it's an exercise stress mm -hmm. test or a test from uh, uh, using medication to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, CTAs, we're seeing chest and coronary CTAs through CAT scanning um, that we're seeing patients come and getting, you know, usually if those tests are positive or mm -hmm. um, what's the word? maybe slightly abnormal, right. you'll see them come in for a cardiac cath. Okay. And that's maybe, you know, again, done through either re routine appointments with their with primary right. care right. or maybe complaining of some chest pain. Right. But you often see patients, too, that may come through our emergency department as well, right? Right. Correct. Right. And, yes. and it's the same type of studies are done usually with the blood work and an EKG. Mm -hmm. um, certain blood work we have called a high-sensitivity troponin. Um, uh, we'll, we'll flag that there's an elevation in a certain level with the enzymes in the heart, and that would tell us that there might be there might be an, a, a cardiac problem. Mm -hmm. Not always means that, right? But by the way we time them and we can look at them, we can kind of sometimes tell that it is. Mm -hmm. So we'll use markers like that. 
Right. Yeah. And so what I'm hearing a lot is there's a lot of criteria that you need to follow, correct? Correct. And testing, you know, specific testing that you would have to follow. So, you know, for example, um, I know, I think it's probably over two years ago, you implemented um, the um, what chest pain um, yeah. program within yep. our emergency department. To be certified as a chest pain center that if you come in mm -hmm. with certain type of symptoms or complaints that aren't even really seem cardiac related um, but believe it or not they are right you know not everything goes by what the american heart association mm -hmm, says the mm -hmm. pain in the jaw the pain in the middle of your chest going to your arm a lot of patients appear and don't have those symptoms they might have shoulder pain they might have um you know just a little bit of pain in their shoulder or maybe a little bit in their neck and like everybody's different right. so yeah. you know mostly women have not your typical right crushing chest pain mm -hmm. that you would come in that you would see that you it would be classified typically right. as as chest pain right. or you know a heart attack per se mm -hmm. so sweating um diaphoresis uh nausea a, a lot of patients can't come in with that upper abdominal pain horrible indigestion for men yeah mm -hmm. they just right. think i got gas right they're having right. a heart attack mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. so that's the stuff that especially now around thanksgiving exactly. you know oh my god turkey was great uh, you know i eat too much, right? I ate too much right. but right. it could be your heart right. right a lot of stress around the holidays yeah. which mm -hmm. which can cause heart issues mm -hmm. itself so. Right, right. So again, you know, if someone is experiencing that, you know, any kind of chest pain, anything unusual for them, you know, obviously we do recommend them either call 911 or come to the emergency department. Correct. Especially if their physician is not available to see. But again, this would be considered possibly an emergency situation. Right. They come in, they get evaluated, you know, maybe they find out that there is something wrong with the heart. That's where you guys kind of kick in, right, with that's your where team. We, yep, yep, that's where we we get called in mm -hmm. any hour, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm -hmm. We're here. So, so you two work, you know, as a team, as a lead coordinator. You may not both be on at the same time. That's why, you know, we have 24-7 coverage, right? Yep. Who else is on the team that you have that may be called in? It would be a cardiologist? Yep, an interventional cardiologist. Mm -hmm. Um, so they are the ones that do the catheterizations and the balloons and stents. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you have other nurses or other lead techs on the, the team as right. well, correct? Yes. yes. Right. And um, is it true that you have a time frame that you really need to meet for these individuals as yes. well? Yes. From the time of an actual, uh, we, so we call this an uh, ST elevation MI, which mm -hmm. is myocardial infarction. So that's, they're the ones that are, the, they're, the, they're the critical ones. They're the ones that we have to get here quick for. Um, and we have 90 minutes from, we say, door to balloon or mm -hmm. door to wire time. So from the minute they hit the front door and we diagnose it to 90 minutes, we need to get that vessel open mm -hmm. to decrease any chance of muscle damage to the heart. Yes. So that 90 minute uh, time frame is huge. And um, we're very fortunate, especially where we are, that we have come in in a very high percentile across the country right. with a very, we've never even gotten close to that number. Mm -hmm. We're usually so, it's very, I think, we're, I think the quickest we've ever done is, geez, within 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So that's huge. And right. That's huge. Right. Yeah. Two weeks ago, we had an 18 minute 
door to balloon yeah. time. Yeah. Wow. Which which is phenomenal. Right. So you don't see co- that in big city hospitals. No. Right. You don't. Right. Yes. So the quicker that we open the blockage, the mm-hmm. less heart damage. Right. right. For the patient. Right. So that's the recovery huge. times quicker. Mm-hmm. Recovery time is huge. So there's multiple things, you know. So the quicker we we activate and get here and do our job, the better mm-hmm. for the patient. Right. And I and I have known people that have come here, had it done, and really you know, they are alive today because of this. It, it is truly incredible. So if I don't th- thank both of you, yeah. thank your teams, really, you know, because it really is a team effort to get this done. Very um, much is a team mm-hmm. effort. Yeah. And and it's not one person. It's, it's not just the doctor. It's the whole team that that is put together that right. that actually accomplishes it, this. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's... And, the team, you know, the team to me and, uh, and to Holly, I think, also consists from the housekeeper, believe it or not. Definitely. All the way to uh, especially our administrators, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. our CEO, Mr. Petnato, um, Mr. Hockaberry, uh, Mrs. Roberts, uh, being supportive and, and helping us get anything that we need when we need it. Exactly. And do the job absolutely perfect every time. Right, right, because we've been, you know, open the cath lab since 2016 and, you right. know, have saved many lives. And again, being in a rural community, this is just a, a plus for us right. and, for, and for our community. Yes. And even visitors, when visitors come right. from out of town, correct? Yeah. yeah. And the, the thing, too, is that, that that trip down the road, mm-hmm. you know, now we have the Casey, it's a little bit quicker. They didn't have that before. Right. People died. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, people died uh, right. weeks before I started here. A gentleman, you know, we weren't here. We weren't open. And he died on the Casey Highway. Right. And he happened to be a relative of somebody here. And that's how we found out. Right. If, if it was just a couple weeks longer. Right. You know, I mean, we could have prevented something from happening. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. very common. When Holly and I were at our old facility, we would get the worst patients coming because of the, 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 length, the of length of time yeah, getting to us. The traveling. And they were mm-hmm. really sick just mm-hmm. trying to get them here. Right. And in the winter months, it was even worse, right? Mm-hmm. Now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, being here and, and being, you know, where we're located and the people from Pike and Wayne, mm-hmm. Upper Lackawanna now, we're seeing a lot more patients, Susquehanna now. Uh, especially with our commitment with Barnes Case on. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing great things and mm-hmm. we're, we're doing great things right, know, right now. And more you truly so than before. Right. And so you were saying like the recovery time, if someone was to have a catheterization done and maybe have a stent put in, um, the recovery time could be within what, 24 hours, 48 hours? Well, probably 48 hours if mm-hmm. they have an acute myocardial infarction. Mm-hmm. Um, we needed to put a stent in. They They could be home within... 48 hours mm-hmm. which is is huge which is amazing right it's because, amazing mm-hmm. and and there are recommendations though if someone has that done right would you say like maybe a cardiac rehab program that we have also here in yes conjunction? we right. do have a cardiac rehab program that is great for our patients right. mm-hmm. highly few, recommended and we're one of the few in with within northeastern pennsylvania right now that actually has an active cardiac rehab mm-hmm. uh, other facilities have you know, it's it's always been seen as a community-based program, like the YMCA. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not something the hospital thrives with. You know, making any money off insurance companies. So, we have it here because it's the best for the patients. Right. Yeah. It's what's good for our community. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with anything else, and that's what 
you know, uh, the administration stands by that it's about community here. Exactly. And to keep our community healthy. Right. You know, especially when they've experienced something like an MI or, you know, the catheterization, that it's follow-up, it's follow-through to keep them healthy Absolutely. as much as we can. Um, so, you know, what about people who are listening that say, oh, I'm fine, it's good, you know, or some people like, mm, maybe I'm at risk. What are some things that they can do? Can they eat healthier? <laughs> they can very much eat healthier. Um, keep their cholesterol down. Mm-hmm. Um, no smoking. Smoking is a huge risk factor that you can actually change. Mm-hmm. Um, exercise. Exercise, yeah. Exercise is very important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Eating healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that you can't really do much about is a family history. Yeah. But by by reducing the rest of your risk factors you can you can help yourself with Correct. that. So Correct. So could prolong things a little right. bit. You can't beat genetics. What we no. can do about that. Right. right. By by watching what you do and, right. and trying to live a a moderate a moderate amount of whatever lifestyle that you know right like if you have stress maybe decrease a little bit of stress in your head but things you control like you're talking about smoking don't ever start smoking and if you do quit because that reduces your risk of any kind of cardiac event correct yes um i know you know um we're coming right into hunting season pretty active right um if someone you know does have a family history or maybe concern maybe not going hunting by yourself have a plan in place have a plan in place don't don't go by yourself Mm-hmm. And that's something that, that you know, again, uh, the PA Game Commission, especially uh, anybody over the age of 50, they recommend that, you know, try not to be alone in the woods. And mm-hmm. um, and that's a big part. You know, right. That is a big part. Right. Exactly. Because, there, you know, we have so many rural areas here. You may not even have cell service and, right. you know, right. and things like that. Um, we still have like one minute left. Um if so, if someone is experiencing any problems, we're here for them, correct? 24-7. Right. 24-7. Mm-hmm. We and, are here. Right, right. And um, so your team, want to give any more shout-out to your team? We have Dr. Sawa, right? Dr. Sawa and Dr. Dr. Hassan. Yes. Who are both interventional cardiologists. Correct. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they do a wonderful job here. They do a great job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, Holly and Frank, I want to thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, I Really, you know, the information that you shared and um, for our listeners, even if we help one person who's listening out there, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Definitely. And, you know, definitely. I love that. Get, get to your primary docs, do checkups. It's important. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, when they say, yeah, you might need to get some heart workup, that's why we're here. We open the clinics for that purpose to keep everything in-house at the hospital. And, you know, we said it many, many years ago. A uh, home is where the heart is. Mm-hmm. This is your home. Keep your heart here. Exactly. You know, so we're we're here for that purpose. Well, thank you. On the, that note, really, I can't add any more. Thanks so much, Frank. Thank you, Holly, so much. You're welcome. Thank you. Again, this is Carol Kanier, Community Health Manager for Way Memorial Hospital. I want to thank you for listening. Have a happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. <laughs>